Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn. This is post Thanksgiving Glenn. This is a fat, sad man, Glenn. <laughs> it's December 2nd. It is December 2nd, and I'm doing a podcast on a, on a Monday, which is kind of weird, man, because, like, see, all these other podcasts have a regular schedule, you know, and they'll record ahead of time, and they'll edit and do all this stuff, and so you know. It's, like, predictable. All right, this podcast that I listen to will drop this day, you know, but not me. You never know when I'm going to put mine out. You know, it's just by the seat of my pants. That's how I do. But uh, anyway, it's, de- it's December 2nd, right? Dear God, it's December 2nd. There's so much to do, man. There is so much to do before Christmas. It's insane. I'm actually off of work today. I took a, I took a day. I took me a day. And uh I'm going to try to get some stuff knocked out uh, as far as Christmas shopping goes because, man, it creeps up on you. Like, it's like three weeks, man. Three weeks and it's go time. So uh, it's always stressful. And I love this time of year so much. I love the Christmas season, but all the running around and stuff and all the, like, ev- like stuff that you have to do like activities and events and and just man it's a lot it's a lot but i'm knocking it out and i'm doing a podcast while i'm at it so uh so zip it do that but uh i was up actually like i have trouble sleeping when i'm off of work i have trouble sleeping in like i can't sleep in my body i have like an internal clock and so i'm up uh, I'm up around four o'clock, um, when I'm off of work, I usually wake up around four o'clock and, uh, and this morning when I got up at four o'clock, I was thinking about 20 years ago when I would be awake at four o'clock, it probably wasn't that great of stuff that I was into, right? Like if I was, was it, I'm 38. So the 18 year old Glenn I was thinking about the 18, 19 year old Glenn being up at four o'clock and uh, what what he was into, you know, because I got up and I'm wandering around. I'm like, oh, my feet hurt, aches and pains. And then I go to the coffee maker and get that going on. And uh, mainly I got up because I want to make sure that the elf on the shelf had made it back safely from the North Pole. And when when I was doing that, that's what made me think about uh, about 20 years ago, Glenn, you know. And uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how much life changes in, in just two decades, right? It makes me feel kind of old. But, uh, but anyway, I was thinking about that. And then I started thinking about how getting older is just kind of a strange experience. I might have talked about this before. Man, I don't even know. I can't even remember. You know how much stuff I've talked about on this podcast? Pretty soon, I'll be. You know those old people in your life? Maybe you're this old people. But you know the old people in your life that, that uh, tell you the same story over and over again. And you just kind of go along with it. What's that called? When you, uh, not suckle. That's not the word. When you suckle them. Uh, what's it called? It's kind of like, it's a, man, man, I don't even know. I can't even think about words right now. Jack, 
But um, maybe it'll come to me. I don't know. My vocabulary is not that vast. So when there is a word that I know, I mean, I want to use the words I know, but I can't remember them when I need them. That's, man, that stinks. But um, but anyway, you know how you just kind of go along, you know, with with the story that someone tells over and over again. You know, I know people and they've told me the same story at least 30 to 40 times. And I just go along with them. Uh, you know, that's just what you do. But uh, maybe you wish that you had the option to turn the person off, like hit the stop button, you know, or the fast forward button. And, you know, I need to be careful, I guess, on the podcast because that's something that you actually can do. <laughs> that's something that you can do on a podcast. So maybe I need to be careful. But uh, but anyway, uh, I was thinking about how it's just a strange experience getting older, you know, and when you're younger, you, I don't know, you kind of take your youth for granted. You just do. You, you don't have that wisdom yet. You're just so young and stupid and, and you might not be good looking. I was going to say good looking. You might be ugly. You might not be that good looking. I was never, I don't think that I was ever that great looking, but when you're young, that's the best looking you're probably going to be, you know, as far as not having to work because your metabolism's probably pretty good. You don't have the wrinkles. You don't have the aches and pains. You aren't hobbling around, you know, like you're a hundred years old. You, uh, but you don't take care of yourself because you lack that wisdom that comes with age. And, the wisdom that comes with age, some of it's useless because you're like, I should have took care of myself better. But I mean, it comes in handy because you just don't crash. It prevents you from just crashing into an early grave, right? Um, if you start taking care of yourself a little bit, you know, and, and you slowly watch your body go through these changes. And when you first start noticing them, at least when I first started noticing the changes that my body was going through, it kind of freaked me out a little bit, you know, because you're noticing hair stops growing, you know, here, uh, but it sprouts out here, you know, you're, 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 you put on weight easier and you it's harder to lose weight um you require more uh rest and more sleep and you notice these aches and pains that you start having and it's not it kind of it really freaked me out at first when i would start having you know my hands would ache or my feet would ache or my joints would ache it kind of freaked me out but it's just like part of getting older man and um and so and I'm still trying to think of that word. See, I'm talking, but I'm still like trying to, why'd you say suckle, Glenn, on your podcast? But uh, anyway, something that comes with age that I think is cool, man, is uh, you just don't care. You, you start you start not to care as much about what other people think. And I was never one. I've never been one to put a lot of stock into what other people think about me. Right. And to a fault, I should care more. I should have cared in the past more what people thought about me. Um, but it's just something in me where I just don't. And the older you get, the more that you kind of embrace that. And it kind of is. If you find that balance, it's kind of 
it kind of comes across as confidence and confidence is good. You know, I wish that I had the confidence 20 years ago that I have now. You know, I wish that I was as comfortable in my own skin 20 years ago as I am now because I don't think that I would have made as many mistakes. I still would have made a lot of mistakes because I like learning stuff the hard way. I do. I do. I learn a lot of stuff in my life the hard way. But uh, but anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get into the podcast because I'm just trying to think of that word. Like, what do you do, man? I don't even know. It's humor. You humor somebody. Not suckle. You humor. If somebody tells you the same story over and over, you just humor them. You know. I guess you could say suckle. They suckled at the teat. They unknowingly suckled at the teat of my generosity <laughs> when I when I listened to their story again. But anyway, I just want you to know that I'm smart and know that word. But anyway, uh, so how was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? That's the big thing. Everybody's like has th- a Thanksgiving hangover. Everybody's eating enough turkey. Everybody is like, if you went out on Black Friday, I did not go out on Black Friday. I shopped on Amazon a little bit, and uh, and that's what I did. I just hung out with family. Last year, I didn't. Uh, I was by myself on Thanksgiving, and before you go, oh, Glenn, it was great. If you heard the episode from a year ago, it was fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed last Thanksgiving, but a lot of family came into town this Thanksgiving, and uh, I never fried turkeys before, so we tried that out uh, this year, and uh, that was cool, and then I was in charge, like, check this out, I was in charge of making the dressing, right, I made the dressing, and uh, I made some other stuff, but the dressing, I made sausages balls, I made sausages balls, and they were, they were uh, superb, they were the most superb balls that I ever have had in my hands. Uh, but man, you've really got to if you if you know how to make sausages balls. There's not a lot to making sausages balls, but the, you've got to need those things, man. I didn't know how hard sausages balls were to uh, mix up. That's like, man, I was just I was just like folding the the mix over and just basically punching it by the end because it's hard to get all that stuff to mixed up but uh but they were good the sausages balls turned out good um and i made some other stuff but i was in charge of the dressing right and so um i wanted to make like a traditional i guess it's kind of southern the cornmeal dressing you know i know in a lot of parts of the country People eat stuffing, right? And uh, But I want to make dressing. I want to make, you know, legit southern cornbread dressing, right? So I started looking at recipes because I love this stuff. I love this stuff, but I know that it's really, uh, a lot of it's really dry. And that's cool. You can put some gravy on it, but I wanted to make it, I wanted moist dressing. I wanted a nice moist dressing. 
And uh, why don't people like that word? People don't like the word moist. I don't say why. It's a good word. Moist. Moist cake is good. Moist dressing is even better. Let me tell you. But the trick is, like, you can't overcook it. And you've got to use enough uh, chicken stock, right? And uh, so I found a recipe that I wanted. And it said that I needed buttermilk, uh, the buttermilk cornbread, right? I didn't, I didn't even... I didn't make Jiffy cornbread. I made like legit cornbread, buttermilk cornbread. So I was like on a mission a couple days before Thanksgiving. All right, Glenn, here's the list of stuff that you need to get. And because uh, I like to play a little game when I go grocery shopping um, where I don't make a list and I play a little game called Let's See If I Can Remember Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a terrible habit. It's a terrible habit. You shouldn't do it. But before Thanksgiving, I had a list. I actually had a list. And I checked it twice. And uh, so I went to Walmart. I was in Walmart just because it was convenient. Not because I like Walmart. Because Walmart blows, man. So I'm in Walmart. I'm looking for buttermilk. I thought that was like a staple in the South. I thought that they sold buttermilk everywhere. I, I mean, people just walk around in the streets down here drinking buttermilk. You know, where are you going to get a Red Bull or something? Man, I'm getting some buttermilk. And uh, so I was like, well, this is a common thing. They'll have it. So I walked around, I looked, and I looked, and I looked, and I couldn't find buttermilk anywhere. I don't want to ask anybody because that is like you just you're better off. Let me tell you something. When you're in Walmart and you need help, you're I'll get on Google before I'll ask for help. Right. I'll get on Google and and look it up on the Walmart website. Do they have it at the specific store at this location? I'll do that before I ask for help because I just know I know the lengths that. Those people, most of those people, I'll generalize, man. I don't even care. I know the links that they'll go to help you. And the links that they'll go to help you are not very far. They won't be put out. Like, I had this one guy that was a vet. He was a veteran. He worked at Walmart one time. And I knew he was a vet because he had, like, a hat on. I think he's a Vietnam vet. That dude helped me. That dude worked in like the around the mobile department. That guy helped me a lot. So I shouldn't slam everybody, but I'm gonna go ahead and slam everybody because it's my podcast. So I didn't want to ask. I walked around, walked around, walked around. Finally, I was like, man, I gotta go. This place is crowded. I got stuff to do. I got cornbread to make, dog. If I'm not gonna get my buttermilk here, I need to go get my buttermilk somewhere else. And so I finally saw a guy, you know, in the vest, you know, how can we help you? And uh, so I walk up, I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, do y'all have buttermilk here? And then I swear, this is what the guy said. He said, oh, it's been a crazy day. And I was just like, all right, man, thanks. <laughs> you know, that's what he said to me. It's been a crazy day. I didn't say, how was your day? Hey, hey, Walmart guy, how was your day? I said, hey, man, do y'all have buttermilk? You know, you're working in this department. I, you're stalking this department. You put stuff out. Like, that's the thing about being somebody who stocks. Like, I worked in a, I worked for a couple companies in the past, uh, like a part-time job, where I would stock stuff. If you're looking for a specific item 
Those are the people that you go after because those are the people that know where everything in the store is. They might not know what the item does when you, you know, when you get to it. Like, I can show you where it is. I don't know what it is or what it does or what kind of power adapter it is, but I can show you where it is. You know, those are the guys you go after. So that response kind of triggered something in me. To where I was like, all right, just walk away. You should have known better. It's it's actually I take the blame for asking. I'm sorry. Thanks. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a jerk. I don't want to come off as a jerk, but I guess that I am a little bit. But you know, I understand. It's let's. Where are we? But uh, so anyway, I was like, all right. Well, you don't got buttermilk here. I'm. I looked a little bit more after I thanked him for his help, and uh. And so then I went to uh, I went to the grocery store because surely they had buttermilk, which they did, which they did. And uh, I like uh, I was walking down the frozen the frozen section of the grocery store, and maybe your grocery store has this, maybe it doesn't. They're putting in a lot of the newer grocery stores. They didn't used to do this. But when you're walking down the frozen section, it's all dark, right? All the lights in the little doors are dark. But as you walk down, there's some kind of sensor and all the lights start popping on when, you, uh, when you're when you walking past it. And, like, it just made me feel really... That always makes me have... I have this little moment with myself where I feel really kind of important. You know, like these lights are coming on for me. Like I'm the president or something, you know, like, well, we weren't going to turn the lights on until we saw Glenn coming. And then I think about like this little man on a cat, like on a camera watching me, you know, the ego has landed and then I'm walking down the little, the middle. And I, I kind of, I don't know if no one's coming on either side, if no one's coming, I won't walk down one side close to one side. I'll walk down the very middle. And maybe that's not, maybe that wastes power because I don't know. If I walk down one side, I wonder if all the lights come on. Do the lights still all come on if you just walk down one side or does that just that side come on? Anyway, I don't know. I don't want to risk it because I feel like I walk down the middle and both sides come on, you know, and it's just... It's just something that I enjoy. But anyway, I got my buttermilk and I made my, my cornbread. And then it takes a lot of other stuff. It takes eggs. You rip up a couple pieces of loaf bread. It takes uh, celery, onion, salt, pepper, sage. Let me tell you something about sage. Since this is the most boring podcast that I've ever heard of in my life, there's a difference between rub sage and ground sage. You better be careful. If you get a if you get a recipe that calls for rubbed sage, rubbed sage, and you have ground sage, don't just put all the ground sage like that won't substitute. You use half as much ground sage as the recipe calls for rubbed sage because ground sage is more it's like more potent. It's stronger. And uh, I didn't mess my dressing up. I didn't mess my dressing up because I I read that and I was like, well, I have ground sage. I don't have rub sage. And so I used half as much. It turned out so good. It was so delicious. But check this out. My family, we want stovetop. 
That's what everybody ate. Everybody ate stovetop. And I think the people in my family that actually ate my dressing just felt bad for me. That's what I think. That's fine. Eat your stovetop. A little boil some water, drop some butter in there, and mix in a box. That Man, do you know how good dressing is? See, people are like, I want my stuffing. I want my stovetop. So here's something that took me hours, hours to do, man. That I started, I made the cornbread, I got the buttermilk, everything was special, and people ain't even eating it because they've just judged it for what it is because they've eaten some crappy dressing in their life. Man, and here I am, I hooked it up. It's so, I mean, it's so, it was so good. Man, I ate so much of it. It was, it was delicious. That was my favorite thing that, I, my favorite thing that I ate at Thanksgiving, I made. <laughs> But I don't care, man. I made like two 9 by 13 pans of it. And it was like, man, hardly any of it got eaten. But uh, but anyway, it's a good Thanksgiving. It's a lot more work. I mean, last year was nice in the easy chair with the steak. Not doing much, you know. But this year, it was fun. It was fun. Family, it's fun to, uh, it was fun. That's all that I've got to say about it. Now, I hope yours was as well. Let me tell you about something funny that I read about last night. This was like, this isn't something, uh, I have a lot of stuff written down that I want to talk about. Uh, and I will. I'll get to it. Maybe when I put out, if I get another podcast out this coming weekend, maybe I'll talk about um, more of the stuff that I want to talk about. But I was reading about last night I was reading news stories because every once in a while um, I think gender reveal parties are so man I think they're so dumb <laughs> and not to be negative that's the that's the direction we're steering the podcast uh, in lately and I know that and yeah I'm not really sorry but uh but every once in a while I like to read about the the gender reveal parties where stuff goes wrong, and it's just so, man, people are so stupid. They just are, and here's why. Because because the main reason you do a gender reveal party, I believe, and you might not believe this, you might say, it's for the family. Okay, you, okay. <laughs> I believe that most of the reasons that people do gender reveal parties are for the for the sole purpose of putting it on social media, right? That's just what I believe. I always got to be creating content. And, uh, and you know, this the, the lady only gets preggers a couple times, so this is good content, you know? And, and, oh, my gosh, they're so stupid. They're so stupid. And you see them all over the Internet, right? And people try to come up with new, unique ways to, you know... Is to, to say what kind of baby they're having. Well, if you're somebody who's sitting there pregnant right now, planning your gender reveal party, like, no one cares. No one cares. Like, even your family. I, your immediate family cares. Like, your the husband and wife care. The kids might care. They really don't know what's going on uh, if they're younger. Maybe if you're real close to your sibling. Not even all your siblings care. Right. And so it's pretty funny that you put all of this time and effort and money into something that like we don't care. No one cares. 
right? The only reason that I care about a gender reveal is if something goes wrong. You know, people go to all these links. You know, when they could, the, the doctor, the doctor can tell you if your baby, what your baby is. It's easy. The doctor can just tell you. And let me tell you something. Let me save you a lot of time and effort. If you want to have a gender reveal party, you know, get them to write the, write the, uh, <laughs> write it out on a piece of paper, right? Get them to write it out on a piece of paper and then go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard, right? And then open the piece of paper and look at it. <laughs> that would save you a lot of time, effort, and money that you could do something productive, something useful. Taking a nap is worth more than doing the stupid stuff, right? And, uh, and what about this? What about this? You know how people are like, well, what do you identify as? And everybody's identifying as all of this stuff now, right? That's just what we do now. We identify as whatever we want to identify as. What about that? How can you reveal the gender of a baby? How can you reveal? You're revealing what it's coming in as, but you don't know what the baby's... You know what I'm saying? Don't... That's... You, you can't preach one thing and then and then decide for the baby, right? Maybe I need to, maybe I need to tread lightly here. Somebody might somebody not might think that I'm serious and not find the humor in any Glenn, you just need to you just can't talk about. You can't make jokes about anything that you would want to make jokes at. Well, I identify as somebody that can make jokes about everything. But uh Anyway, I won't make jokes about everything. I read, ah, I read last night too. I saw this in the news. There is a, uh, there's an Amazon, there's an Amazon seller that got shut down because they were selling Auschwitz, uh, Auschwitz Christmas ornaments, right? Auschwitz Christmas ornaments. And, and the one part that I thought was funny and there's, I mean, there's nothing funny about Auschwitz Christmas ornaments. Was like a review. One person left a review, and I didn't go to the link because they pulled it down off Amazon, so I didn't get to read the one star review. But you can't get. Do you have to buy it before you? I was. I didn't know that people. Can you leave a review? Can you leave a review for something without buying it? Don't you have to purchase it from Amazon? Because I never, well, I've never left a review for anything. I don't really leave a review for a lot, to tell you the truth. Just because I'm like, I got my thing. But I just don't have time, man. Maybe I should. I should leave more reviews and, and you know, hook the sellers up with good reviews. But anyway, it was a one-star review, and I was like, well, if you ordered a Christmas ornament that, uh, an Auschwitz Christmas ornament, you kind of knew what you were getting. So was like the one-star review, is that just a cheaply made ornament? Or, you know, well, that's not fun either, Glenn. You're just that, you're just not tasteful today. But uh, anyway, what was I even talking about? Oh, the gender reveal. Yeah, the gender reveal stuff. So I'd like to read in the news about gender reveals that go wrong because... You know, they're just, it's, it's, it's a fantastic thing when they go wrong. And usually, you know, something catches on fire. Somebody's like, I blowed up my house, you know? And, uh, and so I saw in the news, I was like, I was like, dear Lord, when I looked at the news stories, cause you can Google gender reveal and then click on news. 
And, um, and there was actually an article in the Atlantic and the, the name of the article was how many people have to die before we're done with gender reveals. Right. (laughs) And then like I read, there was a plane crash. There was an article about a plane crash from a gender reveal that was caused by a gender reveal, um, party i think it's had something to do with pink smoke or pink something you know leave it to a leave it to a girl to you know anyway i'm not no no glenn no but uh (laughs) but then there was another one about some kind of bomb going off at a gender reveal party and it killed the neighbor or something like seriously this stuff that people do and you might be like well my gender reveal was harmless and it was just we let some balloons go up into the air you let some balloons go up into the air and then some bird died those balloons pop somewhere and some seagull you know tried to feed it to her young and you're responsible for that you're you say you did that to for a for a nice little video to put on Facebook and there's dead birds somewhere and no one even cares. It didn't, it didn't accomplish anything. It didn't even accomplish anything. And so I don't know, I'm going to stay on my, on my campaign against them because I think they're utterly ridiculous because I mean, why if we, when the baby comes out, I see if you want to know the gender, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you want to know the gender, you know, so you can uh, plan color schemes for the nursery or whatever you're doing. I get that. What color bassinet we going to get, honey? I understand why you're doing that, you know. But if you really want to put on a show, like a birth, a birth is like the ultimate gender reveal. I mean, it just is. That's what a gen- You're kind of taking some of the... You're kind of taking some of the pizzazz, some of the, uh, man, what's the word? Some of the glory away from, uh, away from childbirth. Cause that's the gender reveal, man. That's like gender reveal in the like 1900s. That was a gender reveal party is when a lady gave birth. But anyway, I'll get away from that. What else can I talk negative about today? Glenn, you've done so much. Well, it's Monday, too. It's Monday. And uh, I know a lot of people are like, man, it's Monday. This blows. But um, I still, I mean, I'm not at work, but I still feel it today. I just do. It's getting over all the, man, we, I've been busy, dude. But anyway, like, so I finally caved. Let me get a drink of my drink. Let me get a drink of my drink so I can keep saying wisdom. All right, so I finally caved in, people. I finally caved in, and I've resisted. I resisted for a long time. Uh, well, not a long time. When did Disney Plus come out? Like a week ago, two weeks ago, or a week ago? I resisted. I resisted for a long time, but I finally caved. So I finally subscribed to uh, to Disney Plus, and I mean, so far. Everything that I've watched on there is, uh, like I've watched Christmas movies that I already have, right? I was like, about the second one in, because I watched Home Alone, 
and I started watching the Santa Claus movies. And I mean, really, Disney Plus does have it going on compared to Netflix and Hulu when it comes to Disney. Well, of course, when, you know, Disney Plus has it going on when it comes to Disney movies. They have it going on when it comes to Christmas movies compared to those other two streaming services. And so when I saw the Christmas like movies, I was like, ah, like I was like, <laughs> I was really excited because I love Christmas movies. But like I have all these things on DVD and I thought it's just funny that I'm sitting here excited to watch and stream all of these Christmas movies that I already have. But, you know, whatever. And uh, so I watched Home Alone. I watched Santa Claus 1 and Santa Claus 2. And I'm watching Santa Claus 3 now. I'm not all the way through it, but I'm watching it now. And I've seen all this stuff. Man, the Santa Claus movies are good. Especially the first one. The first one is just gold, man. It's a Christmas classic in my eyes. Maybe not everybody. Maybe it might not be everybody's cup of tea. But, uh, but I mean, I enjoy it. And so uh, the other thing that everybody's into is that, uh, what is it called? Melandrian, Melandoran, whatever it is, the Star Wars thing. I'm not a big Star Wars geek. Yeah, I'm just not. It's good. I mean, I watch the Star Wars movies. I mean, some of them I've only seen one time. The newer ones I've only seen one time. But everybody everybody is excited about uh, about Star Wars stuff. And I guess it's Boba Fett, and that's cool. Or maybe it's not Boba Fett. Maybe there's a bunch of them Boba Fetts. I don't even know. Is that Boba Fett? I don't know. The Bounty Hunter? But everybody, there, there. I guess there was like a baby Yoda. A baby Yoda was on a, on an episode of this new Star Wars show that they have on a, on Disney Plus, and everybody's making memes and gifs of it, and and talking about how I didn't know I needed baby Yoda in my life. It just looks kind of like it looks like a little gremlin. It looks like a green gremlin. Whoever was in charge of writing that show was probably watching Gremlin, you know, Gremlins, before they brought the baby Yoda on. And it's really not that cute to me. I understand how how women would be like, oh, because women are so nurturing and so, you know, like, oh, it's cute. Not all women. If you're not a woman, if you're a woman, think nothing's cute and everything's ugly. I'm not even talking about you. But uh, why am I? There's no one even here. See, there's no one here. There's there's nobody here. But do you ever just say stuff or think stuff when you're by yourself? And you're like, man, that would really offend somebody. (laughs) Well, see, you know, women would think Yoda's more cute because, uh, because, you know, they're mothers and, well, well, not all mothers are mothers. Oh, (laughs) but anyway, like, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand the appeal. I don't understand why people are freaking out about it. It's 2019 and it's like a small version of something that we've all been looking at for like 30 what? 30 plus years? How long's Yoda been around? When did Yoda first hit the scene, man? Was in the Empire Strikes Back? Is that when Yoda first hit the scene? What? When did Empire Strikes Back come out? 
I mean, how, how Yoda has been in our life a long time. They make a smaller version of it, put it on the internet, and people freak out. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Uh, what? We've been looking at this for 35 years. There's not, there's no, well, come on. What are we, nine? I mean, geez. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, let's see. Thanksgiving, I said negative stuff when I talked about that. And then I talked about, what did I talk about after? Oh, gender reveals. That was just a whole, a whole rant about ne being negative. And uh, then there was a uh, Disney Plus negative. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. That's all that I got to talk about because I just stayed negative. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really not. I'm really not sorry at all. But uh, I want you to think that I am, you know, a better person than I really am. But I mean, I love this time of year. This time of year is so great. And if I can challenge you, I'm not going to say anything because I'm the last person that you need to listen to when it comes to. Uh, when it comes to, like, telling people what they need to do, I don't need to do that. But something that that uh, that I've learned about this time of year is that it comes once a year, and it's really, it's really, you know, my kids are getting older, and um, you know, so earlier in their lives, I really didn't think about, you know, I'm gonna only have them. They're only going to be little um, for so long. Um, so if you have kids, sometimes you've got to um, you've got to do the fun thing, right? And you've got to um, I don't know. You've got to take it in while you're um, while you're doing this fun stuff around the holidays. And uh, it's it's just something that you're not going to have your kids forever. Um, you're not going to have your family members forever. And so, especially at this time of year when a lot of memories are getting made, um, that's something that's weird. I think, who was Dr. Seuss, I think, said you never know the value of a memory. Or you never know the value of of a event until it's a memory or something to that effect. Like you never know how important something is to you, how much it's going to mean to you until it becomes a memory. That's the essence of what he said. I didn't get that right. I screwed that all up. That's why he wrote a bunch of books and he's highly, he was a highly successful author. And uh, I have a podcast that four people listen to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just that's what I try to do. And uh, uh, especially around this time of year. And it's hard, man. It's so hard to find balance. It's hard to find balance when you have so much on your plate. So what I try to do is I try to knock out chunks of what I have to do um, to free up time. Like when I'm by myself, I try to knock out a lot of stuff so it frees up time when I'm around family. But uh but I'm going to keep watching all the movies I got on Disney Plus, I guess. I guess I'm going to pay. That's what I'm <laughs> pretty much what Disney Plus is, is, <laughs> is I'm paying because I'm too lazy to put a DVD in the DVD player or Blu-ray in the Blu-ray player. 
It's just I'm paying not to have to do that. But uh, but anyway, I hope that you guys have a good week. I'm going to try to get out another podcast. Um, I'm going to try this weekend. I don't know. Who knows, man? I don't even know. Who? I don't, this is a train wreck. This whole... This whole experiment that I'm doing. Well, we should start a podcast. And it's just a disaster. But it's a fun disaster. I've enjoyed it. And I hope that you have. And that you are. And I hope that you have a good week. I really do mean that. I'm. That's where I'm going to turn it around now, man. Oscar the Grouch is telling you to have a good week. Um, but if you want to hear me talk about anything specific... You can find my contact information in the notes of this podcast. Anything else that you want to know, uh, just look in the notes of the podcast. So I don't got to say it all. Because if you really want to talk to me that much or uh, correspond with me, uh, you will. You can find my contact info there. You guys have a good week. Be safe. And I'll talk to you this weekend. Peace out.